Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, you might not even have been aware it was still there. You might not even know what it is. But next week, RTE will close its teletext service, Airtel. In the pre-internet era, kids, it was the height of technological innovation. News talks in my day, things were better correspondent. Henry McKean has been investigating the, the uh, imminent demise of the pages. Afternoon, Henry. Yeah, yeah, Sean, for listeners out there, um, 100 was the index, 102 was the news, uh, 150 was the lotto. And this was the most up-to-date way you could actually get information because otherwise you'd have to wait for the news. Yeah. Uh, and um, the, this particular... No, actually, because like, there's mm, people listening yeah. who won't, won't even know what that no, means. They won't, have, they won't have a clue. It was like there was a channel on the telly where you could flick to different... There was a little pictures. button with kind of lines on it on the remote control that would bring up for the younger listeners out there, uh, something called Teletext Service. In Ireland, it was called Airtel. And as you said, after 40 years, it's coming to a close. It started way back in 1986, uh, a kind of an experimental basis, and then it was launched properly in 87. Uh, and then it's been digital since 2019, and it's going to be switched off, which is really quite sad. And it is oh, an end of an era yeah. on Thursday of next week, Thursday the uh, 12th. Um, and it was up-to-date news. It was TV. It was uh, all the latest sports scores. It was... Um, basically what's on TV. Everything was there. Um, It really was something quite special. Um, But I got to ask the young people, had they even heard of Airtel? Have you ever heard of Airtel? No, I haven't. Teletext? No. Doesn't mean anything to you? No. When you go onto your TV and you're able to read stories in print, they're kind of there. If you press on the Teletext Airtel button, it doesn't ring a bell. Let's watch the TV. Nah, I don't know. Heard of it? Never. And where is home for you? Which? Where's home? Home. Cabantili. So Cabantili, Airtel, your generation? No. Does it mean anything? Nah, nah. What is Airtel? So Airtel is basically, you could say, the original text message stroke internet on your TV. And it's been discontinued, but you haven't heard of it? No. No. You're 18. Have you heard of Airtel? No. Does it ring a bell at all? No. Do your parents ever say, check out Airtel? No? No. Never comes up in conversation? No. <laughs> Can you guess what Airtel is? Or even teletext? No idea. No clue? No. You're from Australia. Correct. Um, teletext. Do you remember teletext in Oz? I remember growing it up. Uh, yeah, it was, it was quite. Uh, it was where a lot of people got their news and sports scores and stuff like that. Yeah, and I was very popular when I was younger. And here in Ireland, it's called Airtel. Mm-hmm. It's going, it's gone. Is it a sad day? Do you think we miss it, or do you think technology has just changed things? Oh, technology has definitely changed things. Even even tele, even television itself. People getting news from the television is such a such an old style. You know, people get it at so many different places now. Yeah. When was the last time you used Airtel? Probably the eighties. The eighties. A long, long time ago. It's part of your childhood. Yeah, that's it's a long, long time. Times have moved on since then. So you won't miss it. No, not at all. Oh gosh, that's a bit harsh. So was this the situation, Henry, where Airtel had a kind of a secret uh, sponsorship deal with Renault and uh, it's going to come to light at an Oireachtas committee? Is that, is that what's uh, no, causing the, all this to happen? No, nothing like that. I mean, there was no barter account. Um, it was the, the last in Europe to close down over in the BBC. Oh, gosh. They closed their version CVAX in 2012. And there's a number of reasons they're doing it, but the main reason is money. They will save something like uh, €700,000 a year uh, by doing this. Uh, And uh, also, my understanding is 
Um, they don't have to do it anymore. Uh, last year, the introduction of the Online Safety and Media Regulation Act 2022 meant that the broadcast was no longer legally required to provide a teletext service. Oh, so they don't have to do it right. anymore. Right, so they were required to do it all the time. I suppose it's, yeah. it's yeah, that's interesting, yeah. Because it was very, because even now, because I was asking... Oh, you smashing just, stuff. Uh, the, the, mm. Like it had that, people might remember who remember mm. it, it had that kind of funny writing at the start, but the kind more of, recently yeah, now it's like the internet. It, it did, it would have that kind of sort of, you know, 1980s sci-fi movie. <laughs> Uh, yes. digital writing yes. um, which is gone now and now uh, if you look at it online it's online so it looks very much like a a, a website and uh, RTE say uh, the decision is part of its ongoing and necessary evolution into a public service media organisation they go on and say uh, the resources previously allocated to Airtel will now go towards improving its online services uh, I did go down memory lane and I was out in RTE earlier and I got to have a chat uh, with uh, the former Airtel editor Bree Tracy. When I started, it was pre-internet. We didn't have email addresses. So I, like the phone and the fax, they were our friends. And also we were very fortunate that we got a feed of content in from the newsroom. So we had all our uh, all our news feed coming in and we just used to sub it and put it on up on the system directly. But a lot of other information came to us via fax, uh, if you can believe. I mean, I suppose the whole point was that it started off um, engineers, I believe in the BBC, um, used it to communicate with each other about outages and that kind of stuff stuff and then and then the BBC quickly realized that they could do something with this. So the original texting really Absolutely. That's exactly what it was. It was used for very practical reasons to start with. But then, obviously, it, you know, it became something whereby it was a mini magazine um, at home on your television where you could catch up on whatever you wanted to catch. It was all about the numbers. You had to know your number. What were you looking for? So obviously 100 was the index and then we had our um, our headlines, our big news stories were on 102 and we had a full news index on 103. Lotto was 150, your flight arrival times from the Orientha pages were in 470, so 471 was Dublin arrivals. But you also had 300 for entertainment, 310 for the cinema listings on a Friday they used to drop. Your racing pages were on 250. Um, you know, you could get daily jokes, celebrity birthdays, 305. It's an art, I suppose, writing um Covering news stories in four paragraphs and writing very tight headlines, 33 character headlines were, were kind of the thing. Um, and it's, it is an art and you get really, really good at writing very tight content. Occasionally we could go wild and we could go to a second page on a news story. And why is it ending now? I suppose it's ending now for technological reasons more than anything else um, because uh, fewer televisions can support it. Um, there was a digital version and an analogue version um, and I suppose there are so many ways that people consume, consume news now. We merged the um, website with Airtel back in um, 2001 and um, was when they came together and those teams that were populating the website then were populating uh, Airtel as well. Um, so I suppose... Other options have taken over now. Who do you think will miss it the most? Elderly people still used it. And there's been an outpouring of nostalgia and a a sense of loss amongst journalists everywhere in the last few hours. Why? I mean, I think that probably is the nostalgia piece because it was that snapshot. It It was that ability to get your your information in a really, really short, snackable, digestible way. They're still talking about snackable now across social and across um, you know, news apps and, um, and websites. Um, so snackable, we were the original snackable. There you go, Bree Tracy, still with an impressive memory of where, uh, what existed on all the various uh, pages. A lot of mm. people have reactions to this. Dan says, just another cost-cutting measure by RTE. 
Spare a thought for Aaron, who did a great job in the teletext department, uh, says Dan. Uh, so EC says the internet age made it quickly redundant. Uh, for League of Ireland footy results, it became a nightmare. Wrong results posted up. It had a purpose in its time. Uh, someone else says best channel was 221, which gave all the up-to-date premiership scores. Uh, teletext gave a brief synopsis of the day's issues. Airtel was brill. Uh, says Chris. Uh, someone else says, I used to drink in a pub in Wicklow. It was the only thing on the TV in the afternoon uh, with the racing pages on teletext and all the punters were glued to it before running across the road to the bookies. Uh, so every time I walked into my granddad's house, it was on. He got everything from sport to news and the TV guide on it, even in his old age. He always remembered the exact three-digit number of where to find everything. Uh, someone else says, there was always excitement in our house of checking the lotto numbers on teletext. It's not the same going into the shop to check if you got lucky. Uh, again, results of the horse racing, snooker and uh, the big, big movie. The three things that stick out in my mind uh, from Airtel. And Cormac says, the BBC's version had individual pages for all the Premier League clubs. When I was in my friend's house, his dad would always have the Everton page on. When he learned that I was a Chelsea fan, he would make sure to put the Chelsea page on just for me. The memory always makes me smile, even though it was just pressing a few buttons, uh, says Cormac. And somebody also sent in a, a voice note on this. Best was uh, either a job finder on the ITV pages or the quiz you used to be able to do on Fortel, which was Channel 4's one, or the BBC regularly at middle of the night pages from CFAX. There you go. They, and now, they, uh, in the same mm. way, I suppose, yeah. that you'd, you get people now who might be, you know, who might enter a broadcasting organisation yes. or, or a new, what we used to call newspapers uh, and work on the kind of social media side, but then it would kind of help, help them kind oh, of launch them really, into a mainstream. It launched so many careers over the years. And, and I know you mentioned football clubs there. I mean, you found out whether or not, I understand coaches found out that they lost their jobs thanks to teletext because it was so <laughs> up to date. You'd have to wait for, for bulletins and, and players found out whether or not they were on the, the, the national team. And like, it really was huge. But I, I know Brian Dobson spoke about this before, how when he worked in a pirate station, he used to wait yeah, for... Was it Nova? Airtel, he used to no, work Radio on. Nova, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, and like so many uh, up-and-coming broadcasters, uh, they used um, the information uh, on Airtel because it was basically from, as I mentioned, faxes, and it was the most up-to-date. I did get to speak to our very own uh, News Talk anchor here, Shane Beatty, uh, and uh, these are his thoughts. Uh, listen, I kind of I have mixed emotions about Airtel because I'm actually sad that it's closing. But then on the other hand, I didn't really know that it still existed. Like it's probably about 15, 20 years since really I used Airtel. But like for my childhood, Airtel was absolutely huge. And it's amazing the amount of people saying today as well that they used it for, you know, transfer news, for soccer news, to get cinema times. I remember with Airtel, I used to look up the flight departures and arrivals at Dublin Airport. Was even going anywhere but you're just looking on Airtel but really for me my memory of Airtel is and it's probably true to say I wouldn't be in news talk if it wasn't for Airtel because when I was a child I would say a considerable amount of every single bit of my free time when I was a child was going through the news pages, which I think was 103 onwards. So page 103 would be the main story, then page 104 would be the next story, right up to maybe page 117 or something like that. But I would spend a large chunk of my childhood reading every news story out loud, practising how you say the different words, practising do you say the or the... 
A or A, stuff like that, all because of Airtel. Uh, so really, it's the reason I have the job as a newsreader is down to the work of the journalists back in the early days. And so many journalists as well started off that their first gig in RT was typing up the stories that went on Airtel. So it's kind of a bittersweet day. So yeah, I think I'll really miss it. And uh, Nula on Twitter says, I remember getting information on, on the death of Princess Diana when I arrived home late from nightclubbing. Wow. So that was, uh, yeah, that's a very specific uh, uh, link. Now, as a lot of people mm. says, um, sport, it was absolutely, that. one could argue it was the main use was for sport. People oh, it loved it for that. Absolutely massive. And, and, you know, I understand Alex Ferguson used it too. I mean, every big coach used it. It was just huge for results. Uh, and you found out so much about your team or, and you mentioned horse racing uh, as well. And also there would be a delay because back then the internet wasn't great. Phones weren't great. You didn't really know what was going on. And perhaps a, a smaller sport somewhere in rural Ireland. Here is sports broadcaster Ushin Langan on his time with Airtel. Back in the year, late 90s and early 2000s, I was working in WLR. Now WLR is one of the great local radio stations. It's based out of Waterford. And the great thing about Airtel was the information it provided. And while the internet was there in the late 90s and early 2000s, it just wasn't very good, especially in, well, I was going to say rural parts of Ireland, but everywhere. I don't think it was fast anywhere. And even this, like the, the, the coverage of it, sports-wise, wasn't as widespread. Um, but back then, in the late 90s and early 2000s, you didn't have the internet to uh, get scores and results from. And very often, you didn't even have access to someone with a phone at an event, a press conference or a match and it, it could be quite hard to get in contact people to actually find out scores. So one particular day I remember Waterford were playing down in Gaelic football, in down. I just couldn't get anyone. I couldn't get in contact with anyone and I was, I'd say, sitting there for maybe an hour or two waiting for this to update on Airtel because that was the only way I could get it. And back then I was a student in Dublin so I used to go up and down on the train and I couldn't leave until Airtel updated. And this is probably something I shouldn't say or admit to. But in the end, I just assumed that the score that was there was the score of the match because it was, you know, it was nearly an hour and a half after the match. I found out later it wasn't. One of the Waterford footballers at the time was delighted with this because um, they did take a bit of a beating. But the score that was online, which hadn't been updated, was actually from halftime. And he said, well, you made it sound like we weren't beaten as badly. So thanks for that. Um, but there are many stories like that of League of Ireland fans in particular waiting on a Friday night for scores to update. And I heard of one story of a couple of friends of mine who support Cork City in Turner's Cross being in the, the pub beside uh, the cross and waiting for the scoreline to update. And it did. And then there'd be a cheer. Or another story of Finn Harps being 2-0 down to Kilkenny City. And it took until half 10. And keep in mind, these games used to end at about 25 to 10. It took until half 10 for it to update and for them to realise that Finn Harps actually won by three goals to two. Because again, keep in mind, there was no live radio coverage. You couldn't tune into the local radio station of the, the away team if they were covering the games because there was no internet. And Airtel was the only access. And, you know, obviously mobile phones weren't reliable back then. So I, I'll miss Airtel. Look, it, it's time is up. It, it's old technology. It's probably not very relevant anymore, but I will miss it. And um, it's kind of a part of my youth slash childhood uh, dying away, which is always sad. And you know the way, like, mm. I mean, I, I, and it's been mentioned a few times there that, you know, older people will miss yeah. it. Yeah. 
But like Airtel wasn't that easy to operate. It was kind of fecky enough. So they obviously o- older people can learn new things. Well, so uh, absolutely, and they and they are, and they've been, I suppose, forced onto online banking. I don't mean to have a go on online banking. Um, <laughs> well, we all have, yeah. Henry. That's but, but you know we've been forced into this world of technology, and we've there's no way back. And it is an end of an era. And I know it is nostalgic, but also it's so modern because it is. You could say the uh, pre-internet, pre-texting, pre-social media. It really was something quite fantastic to be able to just go and onto remote control and make this happen. Uh, here is Bree Tracy again, former editor of Airtel, on missing those lotto results and what it all meant. For me, it was the the person wanting to get the local League of Ireland result on a Friday night um, and going there, or it was the person who'd missed the lotto. And they were the phone calls you got where people were basically, you know, saying, sorry, I missed this. It's not been updated. What's the problem? What's they the issue? They would ring and they would want to yeah, know why isn't it on Airtel? A- absolutely. And, and, and it was always a very nervous moment on a Saturday night that you do not miss the lotto. Under no circumstances do you miss the lotto because you would have to wait for the National Lottery to fax you in the results. So on one occasion, I recall missing the national uh, the lottery and I ended up calling um, a cousin of mine who ran a news agent in Castlebar and he he printed he out the results. The machine. He printed, printed them out from the results, uh, from the machine and, and that's how I got the lotto that night. I, I mean, for me, I thought, Visually, it was a great experience for people. Um, and, you know, it, it, it was very basic. But, um, you know, to be able to get all that information in that snapshot. And, and also, I've, ha- I've shown it to colleagues who have no understanding of what it is. And they're kind of wowed by the retro look. They love, they love the look. So some young people have never even heard of it. Never even heard of it. Some colleagues in my office yesterday, I was absolutely stunned, had never heard of it. Wow. Yeah, it was just not, it's not part of their life experience, you know. Um, so I, I, I suppose I can understand that. But for me, it was a huge part. It was my first job out of college. And, um, you know, I suppose I was very passionate about what it was. Um, it was kind of new media at the time. It's very much old media now, but it was new media at the time. Let's take a big story. 2001, foot and mouth. How did Airtel get the message out? I mean, I remember at the time I was thinking, what is the way that we're most useful here? And for us, the big thing was um, notifying people when events were cancelled. So we opened up um, a place where communities around across across the country could send us in their cancellations because everything was coming down and being cancelled. So we had pages running with local cancellations where, you know, it might seem ridiculous now, but at the time there was nowhere where people could find out what was happening within their county. So that that was, for me, it was a, it was a small thing. It was a very busy time, but it was, for me, a major impact that we had as an area on, um, on Ireland. We were able to really prove our public value worth in that moment. Right. Uh, a lot of, that was Bree Tracy there. Uh, uh, this is getting more and more kind of an any kind of an item. Uh, the uh, I remember Airtel for page 888. The subtitles were great. For the hard of hearing, says Owen. Someone else says, my memory of Airtel is living with off the balls Nathan Murphy. If he got the remote control first in the evening, he'd have control of the TV and would flick through pages and pages of news on Airtel. It would drive us daft. Uh, also, someone says, a few years ago, cough, I managed to get a return flight from Belfast to New York for, for 179 Irish pounds after responding to an ad on Teletext. And that comes from Eamon in the newsroom. Oh, bargains. Huge bargains. Huge bargains. But that was like Irish pounds. Wow. Like, was Eamon uh, allowed to travel when he was four by himself? That, that <laughs> I, I would have thought it was kind of 
There might be some sort of inquiry into that. Henry, thanks a million. As ever, uh, Henry McKean there. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 pm. With Anna Glaze on News Talk.